When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow with host Aileen Drexler. I'm having a relationship with my pizza. In a world where wellness looks perfect on Instagram. Just doing my workout. Tuesday's arms and back. But feels anything but in real life. Is butter a carb? Yes. This is the podcast exploring the emotional side of well-being. I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie. From people who understand the struggle. I'm on the third day of my cleanse diet. Hello and welcome back to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm your host, Aileen. And for today's Dear DSD episode, I am very excited about our guest. She works at Betches. You probably have seen her on Instagram or TikTok. We welcome Nicole Pellegrino. Hi, Nicole. Hello. I'm so excited to be here in case you can't tell. You are the ultimate hype girl. So Nicole (laughs) is our director of TikTok content and strategy face behind Betcha's Brides. So go follow Betcha's Brides. Go follow our TikTok. Mm -hmm. Um, And Nicole, you host our Betcha's Brides podcast. Yes, I do. Did I do that podcast (laughs) when it launched? Your episodes are still some of my favorite from way back in 2019. You were on there. I think you're just saying that because (laughs) we're here. But no, when it was my wedding, we launched Betcha's Brides. Yes. And so it holds a special place in your heart. It holds a very special place in my heart. But passing the baton over to many who who was after me ashley (laughs) literally (laughs) everyone everyone who works at betches has hosted betches brides at one point we have so many wonderful um (laughs) betches people who are getting married yes betches we had it was literally you at one point ashley definitely hosted sammy taylor strecker who was great i mean literally everyone jordana and now me solo hosting, which I know you are too, which I have a yeah. lot of respect for other people who do a solo hosting job because it ain't easy. It's definitely way harder. It's mm-hmm. all, all the all the pressures on you. You can't just like zone out and hope the other one says oh, yeah. something. <laughs> right, right. And you that's so true. And you do have to like truly prepare for every single episode. Yes. Like not that we didn't before, but like like you said, you can't zone out. Like the best was when we would have a guest and I'd be like, okay, no, Jordana's just going to take this next one, right, this next right. question. But then yes. the worst was when we would both zone out at the same time and then we'd be like, <laughs> oh, fuck, uh, we got to say something. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, yeah, no, I know when Jordana zones out, 
Yeah. Never will. So the reason why we thought we would do this episode today is because this year is like the busiest mm. wedding season. I saw New York Times 2.5 million weddings this year. You got married recently, right? Like 20, tw- last 2021. 2021, September. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Your wedding looked beautiful. Thank you so much. I'll never were- stop talking about it. Honestly, it was <laughs> it was the best. It was truly the best. And like, I am really milking the content from it. Like, I still am dripping out photos and I'm still talking about it. Not as much on Betches Brides, though, because they're like, they're like, Get Nicole, stop talking about <laughs> like time to focus on other people's weddings. So I've toned it down there. But maybe this audience, I haven't beat to death with my wedding yet. <laughs> um, my favorite of all of it. I mean, obviously, like you looked amazing. But my favorite thing of all of it, when people started calling Mike, your husband now, <laughs> your your prop husband. <laughs> That's okay. That's actually because one of the savage reviews. I lo- like reviews. They're they're <laughs> either they're either really good or really bad. No in between. Mm-hmm. I'm like you know. And then in the DMs, of course, I'll get people like, "Love you, love the pod," and I'm like, "Leave that on a review. That'd be cool." But um. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, that was from a savage review, and I yeah, it's become of movement of the prop. I like, love it. Every time I post Mike on my Insta story now, people will DM me being like, don't you mean prop? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you posted. I, I just love how you embraced it. You, you call him your prop, cutest prop so husband. Ridiculous. I know it's so absurd, but it's yeah. so, but I appreciate how you embraced it. Thank um, you. And that's why you're now our TikTok queen. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so everybody go follow our TikTok. Please. It's, it's at Betches. It's pretty easy to find. Mm-hmm. So, Nicole, I heard you brought some non-scale wins or one non-scale win to share, and I'm very excited to mm-hmm. hear your non-scale win. Do you want to go first? Sure. Okay, okay. I love this segment, by the way. You guys are just so clever with this. Um, okay, so my non-scale win is that I'm finally getting my finances in order and my money, and it's giving me so oh, much confidence one. for planning for the future. Literally yesterday, this is like the stereotypical thing you do right after you get married, like you and your partner meet to like plan your future. So I get that I'm like falling into that, but it really does make sense to do. Like we met with the financial, I guess, advisor guy, and we're going <laughs> to set up more. <laughs> I think that's this what guy. he is. <laughs> Got him in a van. <laughs> yeah, literally. He's going to tell us what to do with our money. And like, <laughs> I realized you don't even, because like, let's face it, living up here, it's impossible to save sometimes. But with the little that we have saved, we are like meeting with this man and like learning how to plan with it wisely for mm-hmm. the future life goals we want to accomplish, which used to terrify me because like, obviously, we can't plan ahead, especially in pandemic times. But I mean, like, it does feel good to like be able to say like, okay, if I do want to have a child and want to be able to buy them a crib, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. we can plan for that. So financially, because let's face it, you need finances to, you know, have the life you want. So even yeah. just setting up the initial meeting, which we did yesterday and that kind of also like i also hate doing admin work for like life if that mm-hmm. makes any sense yes. i hate life admin so just like doing the admin work of like setting up the meeting and then like 
all in all, just doing all like the life, personal life admin work I need to do to get my life in order. Well, I love the win, first of all. Um, Having something on your to-do list also. And then finally, I'm sure that was Mm -hmm. on there for a bit. And then finally, like emailing, setting out the email and and being like, okay, I'm ready to do this and like take this on. It's really hard, but that's, that's awesome. I also didn't like, I mean, I managed my own personal finances. It was only until after we got married or it was like so planning our wedding really when mm-hmm. we were like, how do we know what we can afford? And then right. when we like got married and we were looking to buy a home, then we, I was really like, I don't even know how much money we have together because we right. have separate stuff. We just have one joint credit card. So that took like so much focus and mm-hmm. patience to even figure that out. But that's hard. So yeah, congrats. Thank you. What other um, life admin stuff? <laughs> Did you have? <laughs> like it's the little you things. You don't have to share if it's if it's personal. No, no. I mean, uh, it's the little things like booking doctor's appointments, all those stuff. Yeah. Like you said, that's on the to do list that you just keep moving over week to week on the to do list. It truly gives you so much confidence in yourself to just do them. Like just yeah. check them off the list. Dedicate. Like I, somebody once said, I think it was randomly Sean Johnson. I don't, I could be so wrong about that. Like on one of our podcasts, there's something yeah. about a three minute rule. Like if it's going to take you three minutes or less to do this task, just fucking do it. Like, yeah, you stop moving it over from. So if it's going to take you three minutes or less to call the gynecologist because you haven't had a pap smear in literally God knows when, just call the gynecologist. <laughs> so I've been doing stuff like that. And then just like booking things, like I have a destination wedding this weekend and I had to like book random stuff for that. And I've been kind of like- Where is it? Uh, Dominican Republic. Oh my God. Yeah. You're going there this weekend? Yeah. Literally Thursday and Friday, I'm off work. Well, <laughs> that's exciting. Um, the worst you. part though about doing that, the three minute rule is that like once you like send it out into like the world, then it's going to come back with its own. Th- so, oh, go well, actually, no, we don't have any availability now. Can you change it? And like, yeah. It turns it into an hour. Mm -hmm. But um, that's a great win. My win actually has to do with you and TikTok is that I'm starting to do more social content, which, you know, I've in the past, I've obviously been like more of a for creatively like writer or Mm -hmm. podcast host. That's like the mediums I'm more comfortable with. So like showing my face and being animated that way and creative, Mm -hmm. it's definitely like out of my comfort zone and like having to be comfortable with like extremely cringy content. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like people commenting like creepy stuff is just, Oh my God. It's a whole new world for me personally. Look, I I Mm -hmm. obviously understand. Like I know that people have been doing it forever and I, that's my company, but um, it's a lot. It's a lot. And like you said, it's the comments, especially with TikTok, to put yourself out there with the potential to go as viral as your first food, refri- what do we call it? Refrigerators video Refrigerators. did. And yeah. that one, like that went viral. And there are so many comments and not all of them are supportive. And that is no. so hard to do, like just to put yourself out there and get those immediate reactions from people in a different medium, like you said, where you're like showing your face, where you're mm-hmm. less comfortable. 
and like who knows it could have gotten two views and two likes and people could have been like this series is stupid and not funny like right so, but it's people still think that but I like kind of don't care because it's kind of fun to do right and that's what we're about but also to add to my non-scale win is that like obviously I just had a baby and I am not to talk about weight but I'm going to talk about weight I'm like clearly like the on the heavier of my life because I've just had this child and I'm still I'm not waiting for anything to put myself out there yeah. like on social media so like you know how people will say oh I just have to lose x when amount I'm of pounds and mm-hmm. then I'll do all of this stuff and like throughout this podcast we've always said like don't wait just do it now and so I took my own advice and don't care that I am who I am and that's amazing. Hear and me fucking roar. Let, hear me roar. <laughs> hear me like, your refrigerator. <laughs> hear me roar at your fridge. No, that actually, shout out to everybody listening. Submit your fridge photos. Oh, yeah, submit your fridges. Um, where do they submit their fridge photos? You can at Diet Search tomorrow. You can um, email us pictures if you feel more comfortable so we can make it more fun and more anonymous. Um, that's DST at Betches.com. Mm-hmm. And you can also DM it to me, but then I'm going to have to keep track of it. (laughs) It's fun to see like your observations of different people's fridges. Like we have one with Jordana coming out where she pre-peeled her hard-boiled eggs. Don't ruin the joke. Don't ruin the joke, Nicole. (laughs) True. Okay. You guys have to watch. No, but I'm proud of you for this series as a whole. And like you you said, life is too short to like wait until we meet that. For something superficial. Right. Life's way too short. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E. F-O-O-D-S dot com. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients 
ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And They're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life, so it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N-U-U-L-Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. All right. Well, let's thank you for bringing on Scale Win and sharing with us. Okay, so I'm going to read a non-scale win from a DSTR. Hi, Aileen and Nicole. I started listening to the pod during COVID and it's been so helpful as I navigate the changes my body has gone through and I'm feeling less alone. Okay, time for my win. I'm getting married next July and recently went shopping for a wedding dress. I've been putting this off because I've gained a significant amount of weight in the past few years, especially during the past year of COVID, and was not excited about trying on dresses in this new body. I had always wanted something fitted and sleek, but knew that I would not be comfortable in that and it wouldn't be the most flattering on my body. I tried on a lot of dress styles from fitted to ball gown and everything in between. And even though I loved some of the fitted ones, I knew that if I got that, I would then put pressure on myself to look like the models in those dresses. I didn't want to spend the next year obsessing over trying to fit in a dress like that or worrying on my wedding day if I was sucking in enough during pictures slash looking back on pictures and not loving how I looked. So I ended up finding a beautiful A-line dress that makes me feel so comfortable and confident. I feel like so much mental space has been freed up for me to not have to worry about this for the next year and especially on my wedding day. Just wanted to thank you for helping me get to this place and recognize this is a huge win for me. Thanks, a comfortable Betchy bride. That is a wonderful letter. That really is. I mean, she just like cracked the code of one of the hardest things to do, which is to, I mean, dress shopping in general as a bride. Like I feel like on the Betches Brides podcast, we've gotten so many questions along these lines of like, 
just shopping yeah. for the dress and how to feel best in the one you're getting and how to feel confident and comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's just, that's truly what we like tell all of our brides is like, I think she hit the nail on the head when she said, I found a dress somewhere in here. She said like, I just, I looked at all the fitted ones. She was comparing herself at first to social yeah. media, to like what she thought she wanted to fit into, but then it ended up finding one that she feels best in and that works right. on her body. That's like really the key because I think like so there's so many different body types out there and so many different dresses. And I tell people, I tell all brides the same advice when it goes for like anything for like your looks on the wedding day, like go with what you know, don't I think when it's our wedding we try to get a little like crazy and think we need to like dress try like to a become somebody else. Right, right. Like right. for me it's my like my hair. I can't slick my hair back fully. I love how that looks on other people on you know the Instagram models. I look like an embryo when I do cuz I have like receding <laughs> hairline. So I can't I physically can't wear my hair like that. I did a hair <laughs> trial for my wedding like that. I looked like a brat's doll. I don't even know. So I couldn't <laughs> do but like so I'm glad she cracked that code cuz that is yeah, a hard and code. To crack. She's she chose herself in that moment and not right. this like future self that she aspired to be that she knows will mm-hmm. ruin her like life in that year and come and from the from speaking from experience somebody who did set out to lose a significant amount of weight during that year before my wedding shit that is the ultimate stressor like mm-hmm. nothing else was as stressful as that and i kept telling myself that like everything out oh, planning a wedding is so stressful and i like really thought about it and i was like no actually my friend was like what's what what are you doing right now that's so stressful i'm like thinking like nothing like i have no choice like i nothing is everything is handled right now and i'm like well besides the fact that i changed my venue twice and i've changed my yeah. planner like <laughs> right but right it was really just as this pressure i was putting on myself to lose weight so this is such a nice email to receive and also she thought about her pictures because looking back mm-hmm. you don't want to like see this person looking back at you and you're like oh that's all you a, think yeah I, exactly a i wish i looked like that now or mm-hmm. who is that and like you want to sort of feel like yourself you don't want your pictures to be a reminder of some other person you want it 100%. to be 100 percent about the experience i tell brides like the biggest takeaway from my own wedding was it goes by in the blink of an eye. So like you want to really try as much as possible to be in the moment on the big day. And if you're not feeling happy and confident, you're and you're all you're concerned about, all your brain space is dedicated towards how you look and feel in your dress, then that is what your memory of your wedding day will be. So as much as you can divert your focus away from that and just instead like be in the moment, that's why yeah. I and and this is going to be the cheesiest thing I'm ever going to say is like <laughs> a happy and confident bride is the most beautiful bride. Like you know how when you go to a performance and you see somebody on stage and you can tell they're nervous and you feel that and the audience feels that they're nervous. Yeah. It's the same for a bride on her wedding day. If she's happy and loving life, your guests are also going to be feeling like that. Like but if you're worried, I don't know. It's just, it's, you don't, right. you just I think don't the, be. the hard part though is, is that a lot of girls feel like they can only be happy and confident if they achieve some sort right. of body ideal. 
that will cost them a significant negative year of experience, like weight loss. Mm -hmm. And then after that, you might gain more weight back because of how intense you might go, which is we Mm -hmm. know that's been a lot of people's experience. But that said, Comfortable Betchy Bride, I'm so glad you emailed us and shared this. I think a lot of people can take a really positive message from this. 1,000%. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right. Are you ready for Dear DST, Nicole? Yes. Okay. So we're doing a Dear DST. Hey, Aileen, this is my first time ever writing into a podcast and I feel weirdly nervous. My sister got engaged a couple weeks ago and after the initial excitement wore off, my first thought was I have to go on a diet. So I'm not huge at her wedding. This is her quotes. So for context, I'm the eldest sister and I've always been the biggest. Even at my smallest, I have always been taller, more muscular, broader shoulders, wider hips. And now I'm not at my heaviest weight, but I'm not far away from it. My sister, the bride, has lost a bunch of weight a couple years ago and has kept most of it off. And I know she wouldn't care what I look like at her wedding. 
We've had a lot of conversations about how fucked up our parents' comments about food and weight have been our entire lives, and we have both been working on eating intuitively, but the thought of being up there with my skinny little sister and her skinny friends is sending me into a tailspin. They haven't even set a date yet, and I am freaking out. How do I not spiral and how do I handle comments I know my parents are going to make about needing to lose weight for my sister's wedding? Thank you so much, Big Sister Betch. Oh man, I feel this girl. Yeah, I feel so bad for her because it's like, it's tough enough to feel like that, but then with the added layer of like the parents' comments. Well, it's amazing, first of all, that she's got, let's call out the amazing positives. She's saying that she knows her sister doesn't give a shit. Yeah. First, second of all, she's saying that she has worked on intuitive eating and she's worked on her body image and mm-hmm. she feels pretty good. But now the problem isn't really like how she feels about herself. It's how she feels about herself in the context of her sister and mm-hmm. being up there and people staring and being compared to her sister's friends and then on top of that, what her parents, are her parents going to say anything? So really, then the context is what she looks like in her parents' eyes compared to her sister. Mm-hmm. So first of all, I, I think we can give her the kudos to come yes. to this awesome place to begin with. But now she's being put in this context she doesn't want to be in, really. How does she navigate that? I'm sure people have written to you about this for yeah. a lot. So here's the thing. I'm like a big proponent of we always say on the Betches Brides podcast, Jordana kind of coined this, so I'm stealing it from her, like get to the why in a lot of these situations. So I'm a big proponent of like if the concern of the parents is a big thing and especially like if you think as we get closer to the wedding, the parents are going to be making these comments or even worst case on the wedding day, you know, the parents are making comments or any stuff like that. I would use this as an opportunity to like sit down and talk to the parents. I don't know if they ever have before tried this, but if even if they have or haven't, use this as an opportunity to sit down and talk to the parents and and get to the why and be like, you know, why do you make those comments kind of comparing me and sister? Like, stand up for yourself with those kudos and like point out that you've been working on things that you don't have to justify anything to them. Right. But I would just like talk it out with them so you can avoid any of those comments being made, hopefully in the future. You can get um, ahead of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't want that happening on the wedding day. My other thing try this is so much easier said than done but like right now it's like she even said the word tailspin which i don't know why the tailspin is a funny word to me i'm picturing a person like spinning but um i would try to focus on how fun the day will be with your sister who it sounds like you guys have a good relationship like she is only getting married once you are only going to be maybe the maid of honor hopefully. or a bridesmaid once hopefully <laughs> we hope we hope <laughs> So I would like try to focus on how fun that would be and how beautiful your sister, the bride is going to look and how beautiful you're going to look. You get to get your hair and makeup done. Like I would just really try to focus on that and focus on how fun, like maybe you get to do a really funny speech, try to put your effort and attention into that. Like just because uh, I know, and that's so much easier said than done advice, I know, but like it very much can be like a mindset thing. Yeah, I agree with that. And also getting ahead of the conversation with the parents. I think, a lot, like you said, tailspin, I think she's, 
a lot of her anxiety, big sister mm-hmm. Betch, a lot of her anxiety is coming from like the anticipation of the comments that haven't come yet, right. the the judgment that has not happened, like the things that she thinks is going to happen, but haven't happened yet, right? right? So getting ahead of it will help, but I think it would make her feel better, A, just to talk to her sister about how she's feeling, just to get it off her chest, because then she could just be like, hey, like... I'm so happy for you. I'm so excited for you. But like, I don't know what it is. I'm in my head about how I'm going to look next to your friends. Mm -hmm. And if you're saying that your sister doesn't care, that will, I think, like clear some of the air. And then Mm -hmm. you could share, I'm also worried about my parents. So you know that your sister, having had this information, will stick up for you and you're not doing it on your own if you choose not to speak to your parents about it. Because at the end of the day, like... What are they? They can't do anything. And then you have that in your back pocket. And like you said, Nicole, everybody who's a guest at a wedding or a bridesmaid at a wedding is always nervous about like what they look like. But everybody's looking at the bride and the groom and even the the bride when she looks back at the pictures, like the pictures with the friends, you like you choose like two, three photos to have. And from experience, I'm looking at the pictures where I think all of my friends like look the best because a photographer takes a billion photos. Right. So you kind of find one where everyone looks good and then you keep and the rest of them nobody looks back at. So and then the bride and the groom look take most of the pictures of it's just of them too. Right. I love your advice of talking to the sister, the bride about it too, because then I mean, let's like what like we were just talking about in the previous email, like then she can kind of like take into consideration and take that into account when choosing bridesmaids dresses because there will be some brides that are like I'm putting you all in this style it's like a strapless Mm -hmm. mermaid gown that looks good on nobody so I don't know she can like have that empathy when you guys are choosing dresses and like you said with the photos it's like there are a billion it's like when it comes down to it you're it's really the bride and groom people are like Staring at. Staring at, right. But um, also, like you're saying, talking to the sister, whenever you have like anxiety built up that you feel that you're having, like it feels like the worst thing in the world. And when you share it with someone, especially mm. that someone who's like making decisions for you <laughs> for the <laughs> wedding, it really feels better because it lets them know how you're feeling. So they have you in mind. And if they're not a total monster... They're going to (laughs) take that into consideration because you've been vulnerable with them. You opened up the conversation. And again, as long as they're, if if they're a complete selfish asshole and they're like, I don't really give a shit. This is my day. Then you really shouldn't give a shit about what you look at their wedding. wedding. (laughs) Right. Right. Um, Ruin the place. (laughs) Ruin the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, uh, just letting you know you're not alone in this. Literally, so many people feel it. I, mm-hmm. I, I went to Jordana's wedding like three months postpartum. I felt like, do you know how how intense it was to get into this headspace? It was in Mexico. I had to wear a bathing suit on top of all oh, of this God. shit. But I had such a good time yeah. because I, I reminded myself this is not about me. This is about Jordana. Yeah. <laughs> this is about being there for my best friend and just it, it's it's you shifted wedding, your mindset not yes. trying to sound like one of those like freaking mindset coaches like shift your okay. mindset Tony Robbins <laughs> <laughs> literally Nicole Robbins <laughs> like yeah no it's it's definitely it has to be a mindset shift what else is there like what do you right. what am I gonna 
go on a crash diet. Like, no, that doesn't, no. doesn't even work. So everybody feels it. Right. This is also not trying to be a Tinks Jr. because this is her big thing. But I've, I've lived by this saying before she was saying it. Yeah, she, she didn't the make com- it up. Like, the comparison, <laughs> right? Right. I'm like, I, I get it. Like now she's so big that, and she says it like everywhere. It's like, now if we say it, it sounds like we're copying, but we're not. Um, comparison is the thief of joy. And that's like, that's a big thing in this. And it, again, so much easier said than done to like not compare yourself to your own sister or, or your sister's friends. But it's a good mantra case. to have to remind right. yourself that like, Oh, it's like to stop you in your tracks. Oh, I'm comparing again. This is not helpful for anyone. Right. Like right. feel feel it in the moment. Okay, the feeling has passed. It's negative. Let's be in the moment. Be present again and enjoy what's happening. Like mm-hmm. I'm in my head. Let's get out of my head. Um, totally. Yeah, that takes practice. So, but anyway, you have a while to go. They didn't even set the date yet, so <laughs> you have lots of time to practice. Lots of time to have conversations. And congratulations to your sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is it. Thank you so much, Nicole, for joining of me course. today. So what's happening at Betcha's Brides? Do we have some good guests coming? What We have some really good guests. Actually, this past week, we had our first ever transgender bride on the podcast, which was like just such – it was an honor to interview her because she was just so open and vulnerable about her experience and her journey and – her all her wedding details. It was also this amazing multicultural wedding, which we're getting. I mean, such a good episode, which we just loved. We have a really fun guest coming on today who's going to help just like solve a bunch of wedding dilemmas from the audience. Um, yeah, just some really great love it. stuff coming up. And everyone go subscribe to our Brides newsletter and just go follow Nicole at Betches Brides. We share a lot of like all sorts of different brides weddings. So you can send it to us to be featured. And Nicole, you're just doing a great job on Betches Brides. Literally, the thing is like... <laughs> Thank you. Grown so much since you started. So amazing, amazing job. And everyone go follow our TikTok. Go check out Nicole's wedding pictures. She looked great. And check out her prop husband. And yeah, he deserves <laughs> it. He deserves it. He's been working hard. And, <laughs> and check. Oh, by the way, everybody, probably, if they don't know Betcha's Brides, they recognize you from our Euphoria TikToks, uh, which are so fucking funny. Those are oh, my those favorite. Are, I literally chuckle. Like, you know, that that meme of, um, what's her name? Oh. American Horror Story, where she's like laughing on her Sarah phone. Yes. Sarah, yeah. Sarah Paulson. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> like in bed with the phone. In yes. bed, like, hey, 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 hey. That's the reaction um, we strive for with those. That is it. Um, uh. So everyone, go check it all out. And that is it for today's episode of Dear DST. Again, email us, dst at betches.com for your DST questions to be answered. We'll share your non-scale wins. Any ideas you have, like any people you think we should have on or any anything else, just feedback, kind words. If you have kind words, you know, could just leave them in a review. That would be awesome. You can then DM me that you've left a great review and mm-hmm. I will be like, thank you so much. And I'll send you flowers. No, I'm just kidding, but maybe. <laughs> and nice. um, follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. Follow me at Aileen. Follow Nicole at... It's so it's Nicole Pellegrino. The O at the end is a zero because Nicole Pellegrino was taken. Ugh, damn, <laughs> damn that Nicole Pellegrino. I know. Um, go follow Nicole, and if you're a bride and you're prepping, 
you're planning your wedding, you're doing all the things, go follow at Betches Brides because it is an amazing resource and it's fun and you feel less alone. And you also hear like the crazy scenarios people have to go through. Those are my favorite things to read. It's a great, Um, great community. And um, we're always with you. Through thick and thin. <laughs> that was so aggressive. That was like Barbie's magical dream house. Literally, like No, it was funny. It was like so- like Barbie Barbie in the convertible. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Stacey Wong, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong. Be sure to follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com. Betches.